0: I did sadistically, premeditatedly, deliberately tortured and murdered Yvette Pena. This wasn't the first time in my life that I've committed these heinous acts. Since I was a kid, eight, nine years old, I've killed animals. My mom would go to the store, I'll put the cat in the freezer. 15 minutes, let it out, put it in the oven, let it out, you know, stuff like that. The torture and all that, it's a, it's a, um, it's, a uh, it's more of a trying, to get a trying to get a rush. It's a rush, it's an addiction, it's a drug. I would rather do that than, than do drugs. I'd rather do that than have sex. I don't have no sympathy. I'm sadistic. I really don't care. I'll do it and I'll do it again over and over and over. Martin Jacob to America is presented by the good people at the Bob Belly Network. My fellow Americans, we are fortunate to be alive. They need them to protect us from the number one killer in history. Protect one, three, us the Central University. A uh, study on why. is 209. Uh, a study on why. called side Google and Pimlicide. Google and I'm kind The world is coming to an end. Everybody wants everybody. All the details about the flying bottles. That we had in our possession. There's an old saying in Tennessee. I know it's a defensive problem. Tennessee, Tennessee shame on you. Shame on you. Shame on boom can't get again boom all right everybody welcome to episode 280 of the orange and Do america podcast i'm your host in the place to be mr jake p and sitting right across from me oh, no. is not the brown recluse mr artrail however in the studio live in full effect is the gummy bear himself, Mr. Jordan Orkin. Jordan, say hello to the millions.
1: And millions. What up, motherfuckers?
0: (laughs) So uh, this is usually art's job, so if you're just listening in and you're going to hear me stumble through the... The the sponsors right now. I usually have other co-host, but he is in the great state of Hawaii enjoying paradise this week. But uh, with all of that said, guys, make sure you head on over to our sponsor. Guys, head on over to CavemanCoffee.com Pick up a great array of merchandise. Obviously, they have coffee. They have hibiscus seeds. They have ground, and whole bean coffees that you can buy for your consumption pleasure, so head on over there, enter promo code AMERICA at checkout, and Caveman Coffee will give you 10 or 15% off your entire purchase, but... Uh, That's not our only sponsor, guys. Uh, We also
1: got Sukuru Apparel, man. Uh, (laughs) Which is cool because we're also sponsored by Sukuru But Go ahead and go check out Sukuru Apparel at suikerapparel.com. They got everything you need, man. Go from shirts, fanny packs, mugs. As you see, we have a beautiful mug right here. Man, uh, go shout out to Nicole Smith-Bosch, man, because she's she's doing the lord's work the lord's work so <laughs> yeah no she got you hooked up man and whatever it's, you
0: need and it's great because uh she's a you know strong independent woman uh her designs her own merchandise so all go right. ahead and support her there she's not some you know corporate figurehead uh that works for the reptilians all right right, yeah. right.
1: <laughs> and whatever you get guys when you guys go to checkout make sure you type in art and jacob
0: there you go <laughs> and get yourself
1: 10 percent off man and on our podcast you go 10 because if you know varsity blues it's 10
0: Yeah But uh, get yourself 10% off I mean you can also What's the promo code For your podcast Uh, Words are hard Words are hard Words are hard
1: So I mean If you want to type in Words are hard Either way You'll get yourself
0: 10% off Yes Your entire purchase Yeah check it out guys Uh, She's got a great array Of merchandise Like I said That she designed With her own two hands uh, help support strong, independent women. Uh, Jordan and your co-host from the Words Are Hard podcast. Yeah. I think you guys have pretty much every design designed I'm, by honestly, her. Honestly,
1: I mean, I have I have quite a bit of shirts. I have maybe like nine, eight or nine shirts. Uh, he has way more than me. So <laughs> for sure, he am got sure. socks. Yeah. He's got
0: jock straps. He's got the. The fucking yeah, he, uh, he, headband. He, he, got
1: slow, he got the work, bro. He even got the edible thong that she saw. Bro. Yeah, <laughs> like, he has it all, brother. The exclusive. The yeah. words are
0: hard. Exclusive.
1: Exactly. What it, is. it has it right on the on the little g string bottom in the back. Yeah,
0: with a little winky uh, emoji on it. <laughs>
1: it has three gorillas on it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so go on over there, at dot Check out all the merchandise. Enter promo code Art and Jacob, or Words Are Hard for ten percent off. But um. Jordan, we're not here to talk about gorilla emojis on people's thongs nah, or, not at all. Uh, you know, caveman coffee grounded beans or whole beans and whatnot. Uh, Jordan, what are we here to talk about today? Uh,
1: we actually are here. So we're here to talk about Jaime is gonna, or Jamie Jaime, is gonna, either way you guys want to call him, um, which is, in Bakersfield is, was a big story, big topic that we had here locally, which is pretty cool because, like, you guys covered Vincent, Vincent Brothers. Correct. Which is how I found you. And that's how Mm -hmm. how I looked you guys up because that's a topic I always wanted to cover, which is probably the biggest case in Bakersfield. Correct. And then you guys covered it. The second biggest case, Jamie, is Yeah. So Yeah. Which we
0: got (laughs) to put it out there that this has been on the topic list since about 2019, which I'm glad we didn't cover it early because, as Jordan and I will put out there, there's been some more developments. And there might even be a part two down the line. Right. Because, you know, he's going to go back on trial for, you know, another notorious murder that he did. Which we'll go into. Uh, But my co-host, Art, doesn't want to cover this topic for whatever reason. I mean, we'll cover fucking... uh, Every other serial killer you out there. Want, but,
1: you guys want to cover uh, people fucking goats and stuff. Yeah, oh, wait, we, no, that's the other podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but,
0: but And then also, too, on the Words Are Hard podcast, yeah. your co-host didn't want to cover Jamie Azuna or Ime Azuna right. or whatever, for whatever reason. Right. Uh, so Jordan and I, we just said, hey, in, in our own little private chat, like, hey, when, when Art is gone, we'll go ahead and cover it on this podcast. So that's oh, what yeah. we're doing today. Well, Art is enjoying himself over in the great state of Hawaii. Yeah,
1: man. And- Hawaii. Like I said, I mean something very exciting to me. You know, is one of one of the first stories I wanted to cover. Like you said, ACs didn't want to. Yours it just fell it fell in perfectly, bro. It yeah, fell so. in perfectly, so.
0: It's good to have you here. Um <laughs> instead of on Zoom. So Right.
1: Oh, man, I love I, lo- I love being live in person, bro, because Zoom is Zoom is not is not what we <laughs> need to do anymore. Mm-hmm. At least I mean you could do it with other people but with me, like, just no, not I'll, with you. I'll, I'll come in, I'll come in every time. I'll bring my own setup if I need to. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, zoom over in the jack off yeah, corner or whatever. Zoom, Zoom's not in for me. I thought you guys got rid of that. that's was the other room, right?
0: It's it's always in the hearts oh, of, okay, of okay. us, okay, make, make <laughs> it's sense. a figurative place. <laughs> Makes sense.
1: And <laughs> yes, yes, I do have long hair, but I'm not that other uh, long haired, uh, four eyed guy that used, to be, that used to be on this show. So we are different. <laughs> there you go.
0: Um, I just want to put it out there too before we start getting into the meat and potatoes of this podcast. Um, no matter how good we cover, you know, Jamie Osuna. Oh yes. Um, there there's another podcast that I highly recommend you guys. I, this is a comedy podcast, guys. Just gonna put it out there. First and foremost, you know, if we make some jokes that we're a little bit inappropriate, it's comedy, 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 jokes. I got jokes, some bagged. Jokes.
1: I got some bagged. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh
0: but if you want to hear like a really good podcast which goes into full detail, go, talks to Primary Sources gives you all the exact dates and everything. It's a six-part series, A Man with a Thousand Faces, by a uh, former local uh, reporter, Olivia lavois for 17 News. Great podcast. I probably listened to it. And I'm not saying this you know, just to say shit, but I probably listened to it about three and a half, four times okay. in preparation for this podcast because you won't find a Wikipedia on Jamie Asuna yet. Uh, all the articles that you'll see on Jamie Asuna are a little... Thin, But Olivia LaVoice, you know, from Jump, she's the one that really brought this this case, this person to light. And her podcast, The Man with a Thousand Faces, like I said, six parts. It'll cover each victim that Mm. we know of um, as well as, you know, the background of Jamie and, you know, everything that went on. And when you see pictures of Jamie Asuna, uh, the prison interview, she's actually the reporter that is actually – uh, the one talking to him. So she's the one, uh, she's, the, she's the Michael Jordan of this case. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, Bakersfield, as they all do, they move on to greener pastures. Uh, she works now, I believe, in Seattle somewhere. Is it Seattle? I
1: was, I was wondering that. I was like, is she in San Diego now? or Seattle? Like,
0: It's I always something there. like that. It's Las yeah. Vegas, San Diego. or. But
1: that's like a lot of people, like you just said, like we had uh, Mimi Akala that was here. And uh-huh. She's in San Diego now. So. Yeah. so people always like merge out from here. You know, Bakersfield's more like getting your start and then, you know... I'm still used to seeing Kent Brockman on the TV, or, <laughs> or whatever. Well, I don't even know his name. Kent Brockman, Kent Brockman, Simpsons But that old guy, you know what I'm talking about? The old man that's always oh, on the news. Oh, Jim Scott. Yeah, you know, and I'm used to seeing that guy. It's like, but I yeah. say Kent Brockman just because you know, bullshit. But yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, she's she's uh, she's on doing. I don't, I don't know if you want to say better things, but she's into a bigger market now. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sure she's still covering the same stuff, which she she's specifies in doing like murder cases and Mm -hmm. stuff like cold cases
0: true crime i went to her instagram earlier this week and i believe she was like at crime con so this is very much this is very much like her bread and butter is cases like this so again just to put it out there guys and all those episodes are like 35 to 40
1: minutes long you know this this you'll probably get like an hour hour and a half out of us you're gonna get about 40, 45 minutes every episode out of her. So And it's really good. It's really
0: and good. I I've heard a million podcasts. Every every week when I do my research yeah. on my whatever topic, you know, art throws my way, you know, that's usually the primary way I do my research is you know, hearing how other podcasts yep. covered them. And I gotta say, her podcast is probably one of the best Oh, by far research podcasts that I've ever heard. So check and, that out.
1: And she got like you said, she got to to uh, talk to and interview like prime suspects. Family members and so on and so on. So yeah, he, he she talked
0: yeah. to Jamie. She talked to his mom, talked to his sister, wife, yeah. sister, yeah. brother, yeah. fucking his stepdad's sister and mother, like yeah. all sorts of things. So if you if you find this case interesting, man with a thousand faces. Yeah. But we're not here to promote Olivia Voices no, podcast. Yeah, yeah. I mean, all the lines, but yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so what are we talking about? Jamie Asuna, yep. Uh born uh, March seventh, nineteen eighty eight. So he's about. Three years younger than it's I. It's my dad's birthday. Oh really? Yeah, not yeah. eighty-eight, but. Oh wow! March I was 7th, about to say yeah. shit, Jordan. <laughs>
1: yeah, Mar- March 7th So that I I thought that was kind of crazy, you know? Yeah, like, crazy get, coincidence. Yeah, crazy coincidence because m- he kind of looks like my dad and acts like my dad a little bit. Oh so. damn! Yeah, my dad's a little crazy. Oh, damn. a little crazy man. <laughs>
0: Episode two eighty-one, right there. <laughs> uh But Jamie Asuna, born in Bakersfield, uh my hometown. I, were you guys? Were you born here? In yeah, yeah. I was
1: born in Bakersfield. Yeah, I mean, moved to Lamont, but Lamont's. Still Bakersfield. Yeah, yeah pretty so
0: much. It's, it's just, just a hop, yeah, skip, and a jump yeah. in a way. Uh, born, on, born in the east side of Bakersfield. East side. As well as me. I don't know. Are you from the east side east of side. East side. East side. We're both some east side boys yes, as well. So yeah. we're very familiar with the type of person. Yep. Uh, that Jamie Asuna is and who was, was raised around the environment or whatever so that's kind of a the leg up that we have you right. know we grew up in this area me since 85 you since like what like 98 yeah like 98 <laughs>
1: yeah yeah I was like six and I moved out of Lamar, five or six so yeah about 98
0: yeah so i uh, very familiar with the area um but what is Jamie Asuna known for um He's known for two murders that we know of. Right. Uh, in his interview with Olivia Lavoice. Uh, he said that there was two others that he did that he kind of quasi-admitted to, uh, but the ones that he, he is in jail for, the one he's notoriously known for is uh, the 2011 murder of Yvette Pena. In the El Morocco Hotel, mm-hmm. Motel, I should say, which is now demolished. demolished. It's right around the corner from uh, Deja Vu. I would
1: say it was right behind the Dome, which is also demolished.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's it's a very shady area. It yeah. says, as Jamie said in his interview uh, with Olivia LaVoice, so you know, it's where people go. A lot to- of
1: crackheads, well, <laughs> crackheads, tweakers, you know. Uh, there's no other way to, like, kind of put that out there. And they won't hear screams. Yeah. Our screams will not bother them.
0: Yeah, because it's 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 that's just a Tuesday, right. you know, hearing screams or whatever. It's probably just some crackhead, you know, twacked out of their mind or whatnot. Yep. Uh, it it is in a shady part of of town where a lot of dirt like that happens, a lot of you know prostitution and whatnot. Nobody's like stopping, you know, from a you know a road trip from Wisconsin to stop at the El Morocco Motel. It's very much a fucking a motel where you do drugs yeah, and get all, a prostitute. All,
1: all your bullshit, honestly, all your bullshit. And, like, no one's gonna bother you. Yeah.
0: And it's pretty much too like a place where cops don't go because it's just like shit. Well, Cause they don't want to deal with that either. Yeah. Honestly. I mean, and how cricket BPD
1: uh, cops are here, which that's could be a good topic and, uh, <laughs> up, up, up in the future. But, uh, they'd probably just go in there killing everyone anyway, so. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, nobody wants to deal with that. I mean, you guys know when you're out in the streets or whatever, you get these panhandlers or whatever, but you know they're asking money for, one or not all of them, a lot of them are asking for drugs because you could tell by the way they look or act or whatever. Mm -hmm. And that's basically what this is. And what do you do? You avoid them. You try to avoid them as much as possible. Same thing here. You're gonna avoid the people that were there. Correct. Every, yeah.
0: Everyone that was there, and and it was in a forgotten part of town too. Right. Yeah. So and Jamie knew this, and that's why he murdered Yvette Pena. Uh, did he know her? No, not really. He, as he tells Olivia LaVoie in his prison interview, it just the opportunity presented itself. Right. right. Like you know, he could do what he needed to do, which mm-hmm. was basically he tortured her and murdered her and left her body there for five days. And I guess he said, too, like, you know, he would go and visit, you know, got the smell of, mm-hmm. like, the maggots and the rotting decay and whatnot because he got off on it, and he knew he can get away with it. And we'll get into the who, why, when, and where whatnot, where, as Art and I say, we're Quentin Tarantinoing this shit, yeah. uh, but we're just giving you the, you know, the meat and potatoes of it right now. Uh, he gets arrested for this, goes to jail, uh, waits six years, right, to uh, go to trial. Uh, go to a hearing and whatnot, and uh, the family of Yvette Pena says, you know, hey, like, you know, just let him cop a plea, basically, right? right. So You know, like, we they, don't want to go to trial because we don't want all the details about the they murder. They want to see the pictures and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, see the pictures. And then the defense attorneys, what they were going to have to do as well is they were going to have to... Attack the character of Yvette mm-hmm. Peña. Like, why was she at the El Morocco Hotel? Right. Uh, why, why, why did her kids get taken away from her and whatnot? Like, why should basically like all the shit that you, that you don't want to hear about your loved one right. they just got fucking uh, tortured and murdered and left for dead for five yeah. days? Like some saw shit. Yes, yeah,
1: y- y- y'all seen y'all seen saw. All, all six of them, all seven of them. Yeah, that's what this was like,
0: <laughs> or even hostile. like yeah. they, they, this is some shit out of yes. this and shit. Yeah. And it just happened like maybe two miles up the road from where mm-hmm. we're at right now. Um, but they didn't want to go through that. Jamie even said, you know, in his interview with Olivia Voice, which was like the Friday before, you know, the trial was yeah, to begin,
1: course, yeah, or I was, was going to say his course, how do I, I say his course, but his court date.
0: Yeah. That, you know, Hey, I'm just going to plead guilty and whatnot. Right. And by pleading guilty, he avoids the death penalty, but the family also avoids hearing all the details right. of everything that happened, which no one should have to fucking go through and whatnot. Right. right. But he's sentenced to life in prison uh, while he's in prison. Right. This is, and to me, this is like not to put any, you know, minimalize anything that Yvette's family or Yvette went through. This next murder, oh man, is probably more brutal than that. Right, Yvette was found, you know, five days later, you know, with maggots crawling all over her and scissors and knives, you know, just you know, sticking in her and whatnot. Uh, but this next murder takes place in the notorious prison Corcoran. And uh, Jordan, I know you had some things you wanted to say about Corcoran. Yeah, um, so Corcoran
1: uh, is actually one of the most ruthless prisons out there. Mm-hmm. Um especially in California, like obviously you, you think about California and you think of Folsom, San Quentin, mm-hmm.
0: uh, Pelican Sus- Bay, Susanville,
1: Pelican Bay, Chowchilla, like, ch- well, Chowchilla women's, but yeah, like yeah. you think of stuff like that. It's like, dude, Corcoran's up there, but not just like with the inmates that were there. You also do it with like the COs that were there and the things that they're doing, the corrupt things that they're doing, they would, okay. Everyone knows the Roman empire, stuff like that, how they would have the Coliseum and just have people fight. That's what this was. They played Michael Vick, and these dogs were... The, or these uh, prisoners Prisoners were the dogs. Like, yeah. that's what happened. And it was weird, because they would, like, literally have them go in there and just fight, make their own side bets and stuff like that. So, Corcoran is really notorious for this. They actually went down, and I want to believe in 2009 or 10, they were going through a whole legal lawsuit about this stuff.
0: So, yeah, Cor- Corcoran's pretty notorious for some shady shit, dude. Like, they even... Like, some people said that they would intentionally put rival gang members in the With same the cell and, you know, just to start shit, right. Just to, to, to minimalize the population, if you will. Uh, they even got, and this is a whole other topic that we can get into, you know, down the line. They like this notorious prison rapist. Yeah. They had, they paid, they paid the prison, the prison guards paid him to rape another inmate because he needed to learn how to do his time.
1: So, uh, I, I i try to think of this guy's name he has a nickname
0: mm-hmm. um the booty king or something like that yeah but
1: uh so I, I i did a correction course i i don't know if i ever told you or not but i did a correction course and i actually had my search to be a ceo if i wanted oh, to wow but um the the guard that was teaching our course i can't remember his name either it was a big old big old black dude also he actually would say the things that would go on at the prison because he was working there, mm-hmm. and he would say, "Oh, we would we would put anybody we wanted in with him if we didn't like him or if nobody didn't like him. Boom, we'll sell him out with him right away." Wow. And so I mean that's a little insight on that. So it's like if I got that from him years ago when I did my CEO course, bro, I know this is this is real, you yeah. know. So I was like, "Damn, that, that's crazy to hear." Like they, and they, <laughs> the funny thing is, they said he would leave a Snickers bar on their pillow that way they know that they're they're gonna
0: get raped oh wow that's some scary shit yeah bro that's so, so he, he
1: already like tortured him right away so he would leave a snicker bar you get mentally tortured
0: yep. and physically tortured yeah um another thing about corcoran as well is i believe it's only supposed to house uh something like like 15 16 17, 000, you know mm. inmates yeah. and whatnot uh, but when Olivia LaVoice was doing uh, her research, that there was like 127,000 people going through there. Yeah. So it's very much an overpopulated uh, prison. And we're not just talking about like, you know, the county jail or, right. you know, some place like that where, you know, you got to put them in the tank and whatnot, right. right? No, we're talking about an actual prison prison where like you got lifers like Charles Manson, you know. Uh, you Paley. got Yeah egg leg you got the fucking the dating game killer like some of the most notorious criminals in American history are housed there right mm-hmm. and they'll just put them together and it's not like they're just put they're supposed to just put them together to put them together like there's an actual protocol where like there's a board that has to say hey like you know What's we your
1: charges were type stuff also
0: yeah like these two would probably be good cellmates because you know we don't have to worry about them uh, then they'll bring them together. They'll take them on a date. They'll they'll share a plate of spaghetti. Yeah, kind of like they, they have to agree. <laughs> yeah. they, they,
1: they basically got to agree, you know.
0: Yeah, they'll do the whole lady and the tramp thing, or exactly. like you know the, the little noodle you know connects them together and whatnot. Uh, but basically, like it it has to it has, it's supposed to play out humanely like that, where you're basically signing like a. Uh, You know, a rental agreement, you know, uh, or a lease agreement to say, hey, you understand you guys won't, you know, mess with each other. You guys won't have sex with each other. Like all sorts of like rules and regulations. But we say this because Jamie Asuna, for the six years that he was waiting to go on trial for the murder of Yvette Pena, he would do things like he made a hatchet and he smashed, he broke into another person's cell, Mm -hmm. smashed the guy's face in the guy had to get 65 stitches and when the the COs were going to take pictures of the victim he, he said, said no. no because I don't want him to use those pictures as trophies so in this guy also too Jamie Asuna he would throw you know blood feces cum like on you know <laughs> no i'm serious <laughs> it's funny but it's no, true it's true though yeah like on you know people you know ceos and whatnot yeah. and you can go through like his demerits like on the kern county arrest records and whatnot and it's it's a laundry list of fucking shit yeah. and i say all this because he was not supposed to have a cellmate a mm-hmm. celly if you will to you know his use of prison slang so what happens uh, two days after his birthday on march 9th 2019 under 48 hours guys yeah him, under 48 hours of him actually getting this so me correct they find the decapitated head and mutilated body of a luis romero uh age 44 yeah um they find the head sitting on the bed with like joker like like it was like you know like the joker from the dark knight yep. like cut yep. into his face Uh, parts of his lungs removed, parts of his fingers removed, his eyeballs removed. All over the cell, it says, ha, 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 like the Joker. Uh, I am the man with a thousand faces. And he even says something too, like, I'm not mad, I'm just, you know, otherly, otherworldly sane or something like that. And just like this bloody fucking mess just everywhere. The body's like positioned like in a satanic pentagram. And oh yeah, Jamie has the organs Mm Mm-hmm of this man, Luis Romero, as a necklace around his neck.
1: Yeah, I, I thought that was kind of crazy because uh, at this time, you know, he was like, he had he had the organs on, on around his neck, like a, like a necklace, and he's on the on the body and he's playing like the piano, like, Daddy, would you like some sausage? Fucking
0: <laughs> like Tom Green
1: and shit. <laughs> no, he really didn't, but dude, like, just like to see the, that sight, you know, just mm-hmm. to see him like with with whatever. I don't even know what organs it was, but around his body, like a necklace around his neck. And it's like knowing how small this guy was mm-hmm. and supposedly did it in 30 minutes. Correct. Like, and I did use air quotes like 30 minutes cause they are supposed to get checked up on every 15 or 30
0: minutes. Yeah. Legally.
1: And for them to do all this did
0: not happen in 30 minutes. No, there's no way. And the only weapon that they found <laughs> yeah. in the cell was, A razor, so like a Bic razor, Mm -hmm. like the blade out of a Bic razor, and a piece of string. Yeah. Which I mean, I don't know if you've ever watched like those snuff videos of like ISIS, like cutting someone's head off or whatever. They got big old fucking machetes and shit. And it's still not hacking out. And it's still not happening or whatever, right? And for him to be able to do this, like Jordan said, within fifteen to thirty minutes, is almost impossible, Mm -hmm. right? And so it speaks to the fact that oh, this smells of a setup, right? And I don't know if you want to get into it, but fucking, it I don't want to say anything that might get us in trouble, but yeah. it smells like, you know, the COs knew that Jamie was going to do some shit to some this little Luis Morrell. Did, okay.
1: did we mention that this was a conspiracy podcast as well? Yeah. Because <laughs> this, this is a really good
0: conspiracy. Because, yeah, uh, yeah there, there's,
1: there's no way, um, wait, I'll, I'll tell you this. Probably even in an hour. There's no way he's gonna do this. Or he no. where he kills the guy and de guts him and takes everything out, like his eyes, like like you said, uh his liver and all these body parts. Like there's no way this is gonna happen in thirty minutes, even or to less. A, even to an hour or whatever. So yeah, I, I, I smell I smell a lot of fishy shit going on in Tor- in Corcoran at this time, which I didn't mention they are notorious for. So uh yeah. Yeah
0: um and like you said you and know, those
1: officers didn't get in trouble just throwing it there.
0: well they well <laughs> one of them did get dismissed um that he got they got suspended and then you know they brought him back and then he you know finally got you know dismissed or whatever but it's an ongoing investigation you know on the who what when why and where those yeah. are most of the facts that we have basically because and this is why i say there might be a part two of this episode yeah. because He will go to trial for this. And he's
1: actually still going to trial for this murder. Yeah.
0: As of just last month, uh, July, or actually two months ago now, uh, he was supposed to, the trial proceedings were supposed to begin, but he, because he was found competent to stand trial, and his lawyers found that he is, you know, he should not be found competent to f- go down trial because mm-hmm. I mean you do this to somebody you, you can't be mentally in, insanely you're not there yeah, yeah you, you can't but like when you see like the interviews that Olivia LaVoice does with him he seems like somebody that is very book smart right like right. he oh, might mispronounce some words like my buddy Art I, but I thought
1: the same thing man when, when he was doing this interview I'm like dude this guy's education he dropped out of high school and he sounds really really smart mm-hmm. dude it was like how do you get so smart in that little time? Which, I mean, he went to prison and stuff like that around that time. I was like, how did you get, like, you're very knowledgeable mm-hmm. and, and you speak very well. And then they said he has beautiful handwriting. Correct. And it's like, dude, like how? yeah you know, from you being a dropout how like that had me like really surprised about him
0: and we'll get into all that because i asked the same question too like because you 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 listen to him speak and like i said he'll sound like art a little bit where he'll mispronounce things and whatnot right so he's not yeah guys (laughs) (laughs) Uh, sure uh but at the same time, like the the, the context and the content of what she is speaking, like he actually he makes a lot of sense. Even Liv- Olivia voice she'll even say that too. Like, I understand him and his mindset, if that makes yeah. any sense. And I'm like, yeah, no, I get you, Olivia, because everything that he is saying, it, it does make a lot of sense. So yeah. um, that's in a nutshell what happened to him. Uh, what drove him to do it? Was it nature? Was it nurture? Or was it a combination of both? uh jamie osuna like i said born on the east side of bakersfield and if you're not from bakersfield guys i mean the east side is just notorious for being a rough part of town i mean yeah you got Oildale and you got you know south bakersfield and whatnot but the east side like if you're a hispanic like this is the rough part of town yeah. for and,
1: you. and then like even um for you guys that don't live mm-hmm. here or whatever uh you know or the people that do live here that do listen in you know, whenever something does go bad, they're like, "Oh, that must happen on the East Side." Or that, that that's on the East Side. Or, "Oh, all these East Siders." And it's like realistically like <laughs> us being, we us being from the East Side. We have grown up here almost our whole lives. Nothing's happened, well, I mean, besides you get shot. But <laughs> but then, like like there's 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 things that, you know, you can avoid. You can avoid getting into Correct, all the yeah. bullshit and stuff like that. So if you if you're not out looking for it, you, nothing's going to happen bad to you here on the East Side. So it's like but when you do hear people talk about, like, what is the roughest part in town, it is it is east side of Bakersfield. So. Yeah.
0: And we're not just talking about, like, gang activity. I mean, there's a lot of that, too, or crime and whatnot, too. But just, like, the general way some people are. And I say this because uh, Jamie, even before birth, like, yeah. he had to endure some of this, right? You, uh, there's a lot of teen pregnancies. His mom was very young when she yeah. had him. She actually had an older an a, he had an older brother, mm-hmm. so his her his mom actually had another child as a teenager or whatever. So that's very much yeah. reminiscent of, like, the East Side. There's a lot of teen pregnancies. East High, while I was going there, had two daycares, right? Yep. So this is nothing new. Yep. So Jamie, while his mom was pregnant with him, his dad got pissed off at her for whatever reason and kicked her in the stomach. Now, this, you know, may attribute toward, you know, some kind of brain damage or whatnot, but as you know, his mom said, mm-hmm. "If you look at his ear, there's an indentation, which the doctor says is from his dad kicking her pregnant belly." Yeah, he was uh,
1: he was actually two inches away from uh, from kicking him in his cheek, so he had some really nice dimples. So. Damn,
0: no, what, what could have been, right? <laughs> yeah, it could have been. He could have played. He could have played uh, Fidel Castro. I swear to God, I was going to
1: say that, especially with <laughs> his long hair right now.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, instead of James Franco, listen yeah. to the Patreon and get that joke. So, uh, th- again, like that, just. Is that before birth, like yeah. you're being abused? Uh, so her, his mom, you know, leaves his dad and whatnot, and uh, she marries a guy named Jeff who becomes the stepdad. Now, you think like that everything's be all good and gravy and whatnot again, another typical east side story, you right. know, you marry a girl with you know kids already, and the mm-hmm. dad is a complete asshole who abuses both you know Jamie's mom, Jamie, the older brother, mm-hmm. and you know other children as well right
1: uh which is which is crazy because like we did talk about like how olivia did like interview different play, uh, people and stuff and one of the people that she did interview was the mom and she speaks out like her her luck with men was not it was not well um oh. obviously jamie's dad was an an asshole and did the things that he did jeff was probably even a bigger asshole which was his stepdad yeah and actually uh going into it, um jamie's dad actually didn't like the fact that uh i don't even know jamie's mom's name i want to say maria but i don't i don't think that's her name <laughs> michelle it's something with an m michelle kind of yeah of you're it. right yeah michelle so um jamie's uh dad didn't like that michelle got with this guy jeff and uh he actually went up to him with a knife to his throat just uh-huh. trying to say like leave my family alone type shit uh-huh. but it's like dude you weren't there for your kid in the beginning and now that you're it's typical typical east side like we're saying it's an east side story right you, uh your girl get got with another guy and now you're jealous because this happened because it's right.
0: your possession right exactly it's not your partner it's your possession right so that's the last that we hear about jamie's right. dad is putting, yeah. putting the knife to him and i'm assuming like you know he went to prison he went to Corkin or whatever right, right? right. and shared to sell with somebody else that you shouldn't have right? right uh but uh jeff just as much of an asshole if not more so so uh When Jamie was about a toddler, so let's say two years old, one and a half or whatever, right? right? They're coming back from a fishing trip. Jamie was crying in the back being fussy. Now, you know, Michelle, you know, Jamie's mom was saying like, you know, it's probably, he just needed his diaper change, right? Which I mean, all kids are. My kid's two and a half.
1: Or probably hungry or something. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's typical of the two. Even Mm -hmm. the best behaved child, Mm -hmm. like they're going to have their fussy moments, especially on a car trip back. What Jeff does, right? And I can't (laughs) wrap my head around this. And neither neither can I, especially for someone this young that he did this to correct
1: he checked your seat out cut yeah
0: (laughs) opens the door while the car is moving and pushes jamie's car seat out into oncoming traffic oncoming traffic right and fortunately for jamie right apparently he lands right side up right and
1: even apparently is like in big air quotes because like dude you're not. You're, you're telling me you're going. We'll just say normal people. Okay, normal people in California. If it's 45, you're driving 60, 65. Oh like, yeah, I don't. I don't I, right. don't. I don't care what. Like we don't follow the speed limit really here in in California. It's implied. Yeah, yeah. yeah we yeah. don't. We don't follow the speed limit here, and even sometimes, a lot of times, highway patrol don't even pull you over because they're going over it too. <laughs> but we're just. We'll just say the speed limit's 45 miles an hour, and he's maybe going 60. You're not going to tell me that he, the baby just landed upright and just stood there, and everything no. was okay. Yeah, no that that thing was tossing and turning, rolling every direction, looking like me if I fell off the treadmill. Like that's <laughs> there's no there's no way, bro. Mm-hmm. And so, did they go to the hospital? Did not go to the hospital. Checked on him. He's like, they're like, oh, he looks okay. Boom. That's it.
0: Yeah. Whew. And if that wasn't bad enough, right? As you know, Jamie got you know older. Uh, Jeff and Michelle started to have kids of their own. I, I guess Jeff was a stellar father to the other two children, but was which were his own children? No, correct. Yeah, um, but was an asshole to both Jamie and the older brother. I guess he threw a fork, which landed like in like Jamie, bro- Jamie's brother's like body somehow, and he went off to live with the grandparents. Right. Jamie wanted to go live with the grandparents because of Jeff and all the abuse that he had to endure, but for some reason, Jamie's grandfather fucking hated him. Every fucking relative would attest to this, that Jamie's grandfather hated him for apparently no reason and
1: we're not trying to give him like the benefit of the doubt because obviously that that does cause some trauma as well you know oh yeah not being wanted especially being that young i I believe he's like seven or eight years old at this time correct and not being wanted especially by your biological grandparents and these grandparents aren't on his mom's side they're on his dad's side oh okay on his actual dad's side so for uh that to happen where you're not wanted by the people that are supposed to love you the most and let's be honest our parents love us but our grandparents probably love us more. more. Yeah. And if you ever, I mean, Hispanic families or whatever—I don't know how other families are—but in Hispanic families, okay, white people yeah. just say it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but in other cultures, like um, the the grandkids get taken care of better than their own mm-hmm. kids, no matter what. And, and every Hispanic family, whenever they find out, like, oh, you're you're pregnant, boom, they're so happy they're going to be a grandparent because they'd rather. I don't. I don't know how it is, but they show a different love and affection to a mm-hmm. grandchild, and for him not to have that, it has to be trauma to him, plus the stuff he's already getting at home yeah. from his own mom and stepdad, you know, yeah. so it's like, that's so, and then your real dad's not even involved in your life, so that just throws a whole bunch of shit on you, so i like, <laughs> dude, like, so for sure, for sure he's going through a bunch already, and yeah. he's not even 10 years old yet.
0: And that's just emotional neglect, like the physical neglect as well. Like I guess there's stories that Jeff would not allow Jamie to eat until his other children ate. Like that that's a whole other form of fucked up this, that I'm just gonna make up that word, right? And when he would allow Jamie to eat, he would have to eat off the floor like a dog. Yeah, now, we're not talking about out of a pet smart dish either, like and, and off the, of the fucking floor.
1: And that and that's the thing I was gonna bring up too is that him eating off the floor wasn't even in a bowl or nothing like that. It was just throwing out there like here, eat eat that shit. Like, yeah. you know, you got nothing else, just eat that shit. Like, bro, that's that's fucked because at least even with your dog, you put it in a bowl. Correct. It's all together no matter what. They know where to eat. He didn't care. He just threw that shit on the floor and said, even he if you eat put this. it in a yeah. dog
0: dish, I mean, come on, you're but treating that's still disrespectful. you're treating a child like a yeah. fucking dog, right? Yeah. So you gotta think like as your development Developing and whatnot, right? Like you're, you're, you have this mindset that you're unwanted and mm-hmm. that, and not to make excuses for Jamie because obviously I'm not. We'll get into you know a psychologist report and whatnot, but like th- th- it goes into the, your psyche. Yeah, uh, there's other instances that you know he dropped juice on the, juice on the ground, and Jeff tied him up to a tree and started whipping him, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's another instance where, you know, he locked Jamie outside. It was, I guess, the pouring. Rain. Yeah, it's pouring rain and whatnot. And he's beating on the door like, let me in, let me in, let me in. And then he gets mad, Jeff, and, like, crashes the fucking bathroom window. And those bathroom windows, it's not like your regular, you know, like, kitchen window or whatever. Those are like, extra They're thick. They're real thick, yep. Crashes it. All the glass goes on Jamie. And Jamie, finally, the parents take him to a doctor or whatever. And he has yeah. to get, like, something crazy like 78 stitches on him and whatnot. Uh, that happens uh, his uncle I, I don't know the story the backstory on this I guess the, the uncle throws a brick at his fucking head at, at like 11
1: years old or 12 years old like what the hell like it's just more trauma after trauma after trauma and like I said we're not giving him excuses for what he's done but it explains it, 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 some shit it, it, it built up yeah it, it, a lot of it built up
0: and I want to say that this is like an isolated incident but again a typical east side story. And there's no Wikipedia for no. this guy.
1: And you know what you know what's crazy too is like you listen to these stories of stuff that happened to him and things like, Well, maybe some of it happened, but not all of it. But when you have someone else also admit to it, mm-hmm. which was his mom saying, Yeah, this happened, this all oh, this happened, it's like, Oh shit, then it did happen, dude. Yeah, you there's didn't...
0: there's some weight to it because you yeah. got the mom saying the it, brother. The brother, fucking even like Jeff's uh, you know, sister was like, you mm-hmm. know, chimed in on some of this stuff too. Again, a Man with a Thousand Faces. Listen to that right, podcast. Correct. Yeah. It'll totally like rip your heart apart. Uh but this again, this is all before 12 years old. Right. Uh at age 15, he finally goes to jail, you know, for stabbing another student, you know, mm-hmm. in, in school. And this just kind of leads down the road where he just in and out of prison or whatnot, right? So from 15 to 19, for whatever reason, right? Like, those records are sealed. The only thing we have is that he went to, you know, juvie for the stabbing. Right. There's drugs involved. He does get involved with gangs. Um, you know, I was I was messaging you whether we should put it out there or not, but I guess other podcasts have yeah. it out there.
1: And, and, uh, another podcast I mentioned, but, like like, we had brought up, or all these podcasts that covered it are not from Bakersfield. So mm-hmm. they don't know this side or the East side or anything like that. So a lot of people that cover this don't know really much about it. And, uh, he actually was put into a gang. Do you want to mention it? Do you not want to mention it? Yeah, let's do it. man. Okay. He was actually put into a uh, Vario Bakers, which mm-hmm. is a really big gang here. I, I can't tell you how many numbers cause nobody really knows. Honestly. No, I mean, yeah, but, uh, they are a big gang out of here, out of the East side of Bakersfield. And, uh, that's where he was a part of his nickname was loquito which basically narrows down to the crazy one in English for mm. those uh, non-Spanish-speaking people. Like, or the like, like little crazy guy. Yeah. yeah. You know, and uh, like, yeah, exactly. The little crazy guy, whatever, because he was a small dude. But this this gang basically would use him out there to be like, I don't know how to put it, but like kind of where he would go do the dirt. Go, Correct. When, and A lot of gangs make you do that, so that way you could put in your work, so that way you could be this person or higher in your ranks or whatever. I don't know how mm-hmm. gang
0: activity really works too, too much, but well then also too. So that way the people in the higher up, and it's just like the mafia. So, so the you pe- get your respect type of deal that too. And then so that the people in the higher ups don't, you know, get the heat. They have somebody else do it. That's why the Rico laws were invented and whatnot, but they get somebody lower on the food chain to do it. Someone that's crazy enough to do some of the work, you know, that needs to be done. Uh, somebody who alleges that they, were aware of Jamie during this time frame said that they basically would use him like those pit bulls Mm -hmm. that you see like in the DMX videos. I know you made the joke about, you know, the Michael Vick dogs and whatnot. That's basically how they used him or whatever. Right. But when you're talking about somebody that's been rejected, basically by his whole family and whatnot, people that get involved in gangs, that's how they view it. You know, that this is your family now. Right. right? And if you want to earn your spot in this family, you're going to do some dirt, right? Mm -hmm. You're going to go out there, you're going to fucking, Shake down this motherfucker and do whatever crazy shit you have to scare them. And again, during this time frame, like you got, you mentioned Barrio Bakers was a big Eastside gang. You know, you got Loma Bakers, Colonial Bakers, uh, Oki okay. Bakers, like it's all these, and they're all beefing with each other. And that's
1: not even including, like, you have your Eastside Crips, mm-hmm. which is obviously be a black gang out here, but you have all these other gangs that, I mean, everyone's just at war at war it's it's very very wild in vegasville guys yeah and why not speak like mean that it is but it's very wild out here we're actually in top 10 murder capitals uh capital cities in the world like two years Mm -hmm. ago so it's like
0: and again there's no wikipedia on this right so that's why we're presenting this to you as people who grew up on the during this time yeah we're still on this i'm still on the east side right so uh this is his story up until he's 19
1: well actually well I kind of wanted to uh, say um he uh, he actually used to get a cat which we didn't bring up oh god which is very yeah. very sadistic and I guess that's that's the word you would want to use but it's like he would get this cat and he would put it in the freezer for 10 to 15 minutes take it out then it would throw the cat in the oven mm-hmm. for about 10 to 15 minutes take it out and keep that re- repetitive cycle with this cat torture every single time his mom would not be home or nobody would be home he would do this and Olivia LaVoyce like we said covered this and spoke about this to uh uh his brother I don't I don't remember the brother's name but he spoke to spoke to him about the brother about this incident and he didn't even know he's like mm. I would have never known that you know unless he admitted to that and him admitting to that is like wow like they always say, uh, for a big serial killer or, every, or all these killers, most of the things that they do do are torture animals, and that's what this—that's how this they get started. I yeah. was doing, but like I said, all this stuff was happening to him at this time, and most people when they get bullied, well, they bully on someone smaller than them or someone that can't do nothing mm-hmm. to them. It's a power play. Yeah, it, it's it's a domino effect, you know, and that's basically what he was doing. I mean realistically what's this cat going to do to him scratch him maybe yeah they can't really do much you know but just hearing that what he would do to just the cat and we're just saying this one cat we don't know how many other animals how many animals they've had or what other animals he's might have killed or whatever but just to hear the stories on this one event with the cat where he's heartbreaking you know yeah it's very heartbreaking especially for any animal lover out there so wwf don't come after us you know but you know, like, <laughs> yeah. but it's very and we're not uh,
0: talking about uh triple h's yeah. wwf either we're talking about the the world wildlife federation yeah.
1: but it's just or what, what's the other one PETA? yeah PETA. PETA, PETA. Don't, PETA don't come after us either go yeah. go after them if you want to but yeah. that, it's just a, it's a horrible moment mm-hmm. A horrible moment to know
0: and one thing that he admitted to too is that he did it because obviously you have those urges, you know, anybody that's watched Dexter, you know, Mm -hmm. serial killers. they have those urges, but he said at a certain point, all these things that we just talked about. Now, these are just the things that were mentioned in the podcast. I'm sure 12 years, years of abuse or whatever. There's other stories that could, you know, be said or whatnot. He said it's because he stopped feeling, you know, pain. Like he stopped feeling like physical pain, stopped feeling mental pain, stopped feeling pleasure. He even tells like Olivia LaVoice, like murdering and torturing it it gives him a rush that's better than sex. The most beautiful woman, mm-hmm. Olivia LaVoix, he said that to her, like he can have sex with the most beautiful woman right. and it doesn't equal to the rush and the feeling that he gets when he tortures and murders a person or animal. And he says too, it's just like because I had stopped feeling. And you mentioned, too, we mentioned too, like he's very, it seems very book smart. Right. And he said during this time period as well, You know, his brother attested to this, like he would read all the psychology books. He's he was trying to seek the help why he was the way he was and whatnot, right? Mm -hmm. So he had spent countless hours, and mind you, this is from my high school dropout, right? Trying to figure out why he was the way he was. Hours reading all these things, Mm -hmm. psychology and whatnot, which he would later use to his advantage to manipulate people. Right. Uh, but he said he's just you know he couldn't he couldn't figure it out he couldn't treat himself he eventually just had to accept the devil that he was
1: right 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 um yeah but <laughs> that's just it's just crazy man to to just think everything he's done um going into that he actually went to the the house party
0: mm-hmm. yeah let's get into that okay, yeah cool.
1: um so he actually went into his house party which is how he met his uh wife wife i don't even know if they're still married or not yeah but at the time whatever this this is how he met his wife uh so he was at a house party that she was throwing for her son, sixteen years old, Six, 15, 15 or sixteen.
0: I think it was a sixteen-year-old okay. birthday.
1: Okay, he, he, she threw a party for sixteen-year-old uh, birthday, like most adults do, especially on the east side. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd rather you drink here at my house. I'm gonna supply the alcohol, whatever. So she was an older woman supplying alcohol for all his friends that were coming mm-hmm. over. I believe she was thirty-nine
0: him. at the time. Yeah, or yeah.
1: I believe she's thirty. Yeah, thirty something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, thirty-nine. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. She basically uh bought all the alcohol for everyone. At this party, uh Jaime, or Jamie was invited by one of her son's friends, or the nephew. The nephew. The, the nephew. Friend, yeah. The nephew, I'm sorry. Uh was invited by the nephew and went over there. I guess the, the story goes where she was dancing with some random guy and the nephew did not like that she was dancing with this guy.
0: Which I, I gotta, you know, f- for the nephew side of it, like, mm-hmm. if I saw, like, if I had an aunt that was dancing with, basically a high school or whatever, right. and they're grind. let's face it, they're not doing the 22 yeah, skidoo. Yeah, 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 They're grinding. They're not doing the titular, Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> they're doing the fucking, it's getting hot in here, so take off all your clothes, yeah. right? If you saw your aunt acting that way, and she had three kids and whatnot, and you... That's not just that's just not behavior that an aunt should have or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. You're gonna ask her, Hey, can you not do this because we're all gonna go to high school and people are gonna be like, Your aunt left a snail trail like on my buddy's fucking, you know, leg or whatever, right? That's that's kind of embarrassing, right? To have your aunt acting like that. And what the 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 nephew does is he gets Jamie, Loquito, the crazy guy that will go and do anything, will do dirt. He didn't give a fuck or whatever, right? I guess goes to her kitchen out of her butcher block pulls out a, mach- a big old knife i want to say machete i,
1: I mean it, it might have been my they didn't specify what knife it was they mm. just said he pulled out a knife uh it could have been the, the like the little butcher cleaver yeah it could have been uh the, i don't even know the long one with the little poquitos at the end like <laughs> i don't know bro but they, they say he put out a, a big knife and what does he do he sat he actually stabs the gentleman that is dancing with the ant mm. and uh what happens obviously cops come because you know there was a stabbing that happened or whatever uh jamie is not the only one arrested at the, at this moment uh the aunt is actually also arrested for providing yeah uh, providing alcohol to minors you know which obviously is a big major offense here in the state well i know it's here in california i don't know if it's in the states but i'm pretty sure it is mm-hmm. um so so she gets in trouble as well i th- i don't think that they specified that she got arrested
0: she got cited uh which like you said, that's a big thing. Like when I got arrested, the one time I got arrested, whatever, and you're waiting to to, to hear your uh, case be heard and whatnot, you're in like this box with everybody else. And that yeah. literally half of the box of people that were cited for offenses, that's half of the offenses supplying alcohol Dude. to a minor. Oh, where are you from? Oh, Potomac Street. Where are you from? Nile Street, whatever. And it's all within East the East, East Side East Street. East street. East. Yeah. <laughs> from East High down to Foothill yeah. High or whatever, right? And, it, it, again, it is a big thing, supplying alcohol to minors or whatever, right? And so, you know, she gets cited for that. But Jamie, because of all the fucking arrests that he was accumulating from, you know, you know stabbing, you know, other people and doing dirt, you know, with Vario Bakers and whatnot, he gets to jail for prob- probation violation, right? right? So I think he does two years or a year and a half. And during that time period while he's, you know, in jail... Uh, he's writing letters to to her. Now Olivia's La Voices podcast doesn't mention her by name. I mean, there's other podcasts that do mention her by name. Right. And I think Olivia had a good reason why she didn't mention her by name because they there's still a minor child out there.
1: Yeah, I actually only heard one podcast that mentioned her actual name. Mm. Everyone was calling her Jane. Yeah. Which is kind of why I didn't want to, like, throw out her name or whatever. Yeah. I was like, I don't remember because I don't. Jane I, Doe. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of people were calling her Jane. So, I mean, like you said, there there is the case that's still going on um, that she's most likely a part of mm-hmm. and probably don't want her name out there too too, too much. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he was actually writing her letters, and which is kind of weird because I don't know how I would feel about that. Like, if I was talking to a girl at this party or whatever, and some other girl came up to her and stabbed her or whatever, I don't know if I'm going to fall in love with that girl that stabbed the other girl, man. So
0: Yeah, and especially <laughs> that. And then, to Jane. We'll, we'll continue to call her okay, Jane. We'll okay. respect her wishes and call her Jane. Especially given her prior employment. Now, yes. before this party, <laughs> she had to be medically retired because, you know, her. there was um, a prison riot because she worked at a prison as a mm-hmm. nurse and there was a prison riot that broke out and one of her breast implants got ruptured as well as something happened with her face, I want to say. And so she, you know, obviously, you know, they had to medically retire her, you know, like you can't you can't you can't you can't be treating prisoners after that. or whatever, Right. And so she got medically retired and whatnot. So she was in this culture already and knew very well, not you should not mess with these individuals or whatever. Mm -hmm. Right. These 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 wild dogs from the DMX video. Right. You shouldn't fuck with them or whatever. Right. What does she do? She entertains these letters. And eventually Jamie has her. Pick him up from when he gets pick get gets released from jail. Yeah, and they agree like, hey, let's go to a hotel. And she even tells Olivia in the yeah. podcast. She says, "I knew it was gonna happen." Yeah, I knew. I knew what he wanted to do. He wanted to get it out of his system. I wanted to get it out of his system. And she says something I thought that was kind of striking as well, which should have been another red flag, right? Mm. She said before this, he didn't have any face tattoos. Right. But when he got out, he had half of his face tattooed as a joker. Right. I'm thinking, yeah, I'm not trying to go to no hotel or motel no, yeah. or a holiday inn with anybody who got half their face as a joker.
1: And I I, I, uh, I thought the same thing, too. Like, that's a huge red flag. You know? Yeah. Like, obviously, he's not the same person you saw him before. This ain't Post Malone, homie. No. You, you know, like I said, he's not the same person you saw before. And it's like, I mean, maybe he's... Telling you something in these letters and that, you know, you're falling for or whatever. Like you said, she said that she wanted to take care of his needs, basically. And mm-hmm. she wanted to take care of her own. Because, like, let's be honest. You've been talking to someone for over a year, year and a half, whatever. Uh, I'm a, I guess I'm going to want to mess around with you, too. Just because, like, you know, we've been doing this for so long. We're finally going to see each other. Mm-hmm let's do it you know yeah I mean it was probably in like 25 seconds because you know <laughs> he's been <laughs> locked up the whole time I know he was a young stud at the time but it, I'm sure it just came out right away yeah you know probably right when he took his pants off he just you know yeah. like his food yeah. like his food all <laughs> over the ground you know but uh yeah man uh they they ended up messing around uh and she even thought maybe this is just a one and done thing because the whole situation you know maybe she was second thinking it because of seeing the face tattoos and everything she ends up getting pregnant, guys. Yeah, she does. She she gets pregnant and she does actually have a child. Yeah, uh, with this child, uh, we like we talked. Jamie's done all these crazy things with his own childhood and had all these experiences. Jamie, as a at the time, seems like a changed man and a. Uh, Seems like he wants to actually be there for his child, family and, man. and be a be a father and do all, do all these things. Take his kid to Disneyland like we do, you know? Yeah, that's right, baby. <laughs> Boogie Fist. Yeah, but uh, he, he he wants to be he wants to be that perfect dad. He doesn't want to have a father that he had or correct anything like that. And uh, which I guess at this moment, I I, I, I respect this guy yeah. at this moment, yeah, because you know he doesn't want what he had as a child. And us as as parents, we want better for our own kids than Correct. what we've had yeah. ourselves. So as you can see, looking from the outside in at this moment, Okay, I agree with you fully.
0: Yeah, boom. She even describes him as like Fatherzilla, Bridezilla. You know, he Mm -hmm. said to her like, "We're I'm old fashioned. We should get married and whatnot. We shouldn't live in sin."
1: Before before the child was born.
0: Correct. And so they get married. You know, at you know I believe his grandmother's house and whatnot. And you know, there's pictures of all this, right? right? And I mean, he does. I mean, yeah, he has the face tattoo and whatnot, but he doesn't look like a monster at this time. He very much looks like somebody, you know. You know, East Side Wedding or whatever, right? Right. Like, I hate to say it like that, but I've seen this a million times before or whatever, right? right? And so, they have the baby, and he's a a good father and whatnot. And And she describes
1: pictures of him like cradling the baby and everything. Yeah,
0: you see the love in his eyes Mm -hmm. and whatnot. And she says everything's good and dandy for for a little bit, but then all of a sudden, like a light switch, something starts to, to change. Where her other son, again, he. Fucking just like Jeff. Rinse and repeat. Rinse yeah. And repeat. Rinse and repeat. Yeah. Uh, they're both on the bed and he's looking. I can see this. Like as she's describing this to Olivia LaVoice, she's looking him. She's looking. He's looking her right in the eye. He's looking right in Jane's eye and is pushing, slowly pushing her child off of the bed. And it wants a reaction at him, kind of like a Bart Simpson, yeah. right? And pushes the child off the bed. They get into a big scuffle and whatnot. And I think she says that he slices, she slices his arm, and he just laughs, puts some duct tape over it, and moves on like nothing happened.
1: And uh, and um, his uh, Hard Rock sucked that was under the bed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like honestly, that's that's literally all he did, guys. And that, I mean, if that's not sadistic enough, like, come on, you yeah. know, like
0: red flag, red flag, red flag, yeah. After yeah.
1: everything, bro. So yeah, it was it was pretty nuts. Um, but he would do things all the time. She she admitted to it that. He would always like, and I don't even know if the word antagonized, but I kind of want to say that. Yeah. Okay, but he he would do things basically like where he would try to like see how far he can go and push the limits and push the limits and push the limits. Like a two-year-old. Yeah, exactly. And he would just do that, you know, and like like you mentioned, he pushed he pushed the kid off off the bed. He also did other things to this kid. Like we said, his stepfather would do things to him. Yeah. He did the same thing to the to this kid that wasn't his. Correct. You know, which is. Another East Side story. Asshole move, you know. Honestly, and there's one incident where um, they got into so bad in arguing, she pulled out knives, two knives. Correct. Two and as crazy as this guy is, when you hear, well, we kind of mentioned the beginning of of the episode what he's done. As crazy as he did, this guy, out of all things, what did he do? He called his grandma grandma to come pick him up the situation to get away from her mm-hmm. like bro who I, does that i'm sorry Lokito, or yeah. <laughs> whatever the fuck you gonna go by these days but that's not you're not you're not out you're not hard dog and yeah like, i mean your little guy whatever is like dude why are you gonna go call your grandma to come pick you up maybe okay i can see it in an instance because you don't want to make the stuff situation e- escalate yeah. or whatever which makes perfect sense
0: but the things you would do, you're bringing that shit on your own, bro. So. Correct. Yeah. And so that happens. And then it, it's just a, a series of stories like this. Again, listen to A Man With A Thousand Faces. They get into it. He gets arrested, right, for domestic abuse. Again, you can look on the Kern County Arrest uh, site. You can listen to the podcast. And he gets arrested for domestic abuse because he that's, that's a violation of his parole. Right. Has to go back into prison. Now you look at it. I think he spends. He he's supposed to go away for like five or six years, but due to you know California's overpopulation of prisoners, he gets off on good behavior on Halloween Day Mm -hmm. in 2011. Now this is important because when he gets out, he starts fucking going crazy on Jane. He starts you know going up and down the street saying, "I'm gonna murder you, bitch," and there's recorded calls of her dialing 911 saying, "Hey." My estranged spouse, he's driving up and down the street. He's saying he's going to murder me. I have a, a, a restraining order against him. Can mm-hmm. you guys please send somebody out? And it's call after call after call of that. And then they're just like, well. And
1: minutes after apart from each other, too, because like how crazy it was. And we're not, and he was outside of her house at times. And we're not saying that he was out there with the fucking boombox playing some love music. No. No, he was out there stalking her.
0: Correct. Yeah. Threatening threatening the killer and whatnot. Right. right? And, I mean, I get it from a perspective of somebody that works in the government where you're you're understaffed, underfunded or whatnot, right? You can't be all, all places, all where to, to everybody, right? You, yeah. You're talking about a time frame, 2011, where shit was popping off on the east side. Right. So it's like, and especially she was living in Rosedale at this time, which is the nice part of town and whatnot, right? Yep. And from them to be that busy, not to be able to send somebody out, like that speaks volumes of how crazy hey, it was and at let's time. be honest,
1: that area is more white friendly. Correct. So, uh... Cops cops here tend to, like, go to white people a lot, lot easier, faster. So, Correct.
0: Uh, and that speaks to, again, that speaks to the volume, how crazy it was at this time for them not to send somebody out to Rosedale, which they'll handle first before they come to the exactly. east side. So that's, to me, like, when I heard that, like, oh, she was living in Rosedale at that time, and they still weren't able to send somebody out. That means it was just that crazy, right? Right. So... It's call after call. Like, hey, he's threatening to murder me. Is he there right now? No, he just left right now. So she has to go to the nephew's house. Or not that nephew, but yeah. another nephew's house. And he call, he has to call 911. Like, ma'am, can you please somebody send somebody out here? Like, I like she is not joking around. She is scared for her life. Can you please? Uh, Sir, you have to understand. Someone's going to come out and, and when they're available. But we don't have anyone available right now. And I'm like, damn. Like, what a position to be in. Like, yeah. where you got Jamie Asuna, right? Mm-hmm. Who's threatening to kill you? And then also, too, you're calling the people that are supposed to protect you and they're too busy to come yeah. and protect you. So yeah. that's a scary situation to be in. When I heard that, I was like, God damn,
1: man. No, and I, I felt the same way, dude. And it's like, I, I mean, BBD, you have your, I mean, obviously, we're always hiring for, for BBD <laughs> as of right now because a lot of people
0: quit because of COVID. But I don't,
1: I, at that time, I don't think we're really understaffed. But like you said, there was a lot of things popping off back then. I mean,
0: Vincent Brothers was around this time frame, too. Yeah, exactly.
1: So a lot of things were were going wild in in the city of Bakersfield. Mm -hmm. And when I mentioned earlier, we were a top city or one top ten in murder capital of the United States. I'm not bullshitting, especially at this time. Like, our murder rate is really, really high. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, with all this stuff that was going on, I'm sure that – I'm sure –
0: And it was on Halloween, too.
1: Yeah, exactly. On Halloween. So – the streets are busy. The streets are busy with trick or treaters or whatever. And plus on Halloween, let's think about it. What's Halloween based on? It's all based on horror horror store stuff and horror films mm. and stuff. People could be prank calling. People could be doing this. So maybe maybe the dispatcher didn't take her too serious.
0: Yeah. So know? I mean I can't throw a lot of shade that way. I mean it is kind of presented that way. But then again, like I mean if police are being spread thin <laughs> uh unless he's, like, right there, ready to murder you. Like, you know that one NWA song, like, um, where, like, she's on the phone in the closet and whatnot, and they're like, they're in my house. They're oh, in yes, my house. yes, 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 yes. Like, that's what it kind of reminded me of. They're like, it's like, there's only so much you can do with whatever resources you have and whatnot. Right. But that's still a scary position to be in and whatnot, right? So, um, obviously, he doesn't kill <laughs> Jane and whatnot, but a few days later so we're talking about halloween you know 2011 yeah few days later i want to say like five or six days later it was it was within a week mm-hmm. it was within a week uh let's say the 9th let's say november 9th right? right he calls her again playing the same fucked up thing on her again saying that check the news bitch in those words exactly this in this those
1: word. words he didn't just say it just to say it. no yeah. in those words quotes on the whole damn thing you know yeah. like
0: check the news bitch i just murdered a lady at the el morocco motel and what does she do she calls the el morocco or she calls 911 again mm-hmm. and says hey did anything pop off at the el morocco motel well something probably did pop off you know regardless yeah, of, of this happening or not happening and she goes uh my husband my estranged husband said he just murdered somebody mm. and so i guess three minutes past and the dispatcher was like well i contact bpd and they don't think anything happened there
1: but like we said jamie azuna brought it up and we brought it up too at this place people are doing drugs people are doing everything everyone tries to avoid this place so when screams are going on ain't no one gonna ain't yeah. no one gonna come through no one's gonna yeah no, no, one's gonna, ones. no one's gonna care no one's gonna bat an eye
0: they're too busy no. in rosedale <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Make <laughs> sure that they're okay so um yeah so five days passes and i think we got to go back just a little bit during that time that Jamie was locked up That's that last time he would try to get Jane put away for, you know, child abuse. He would make false statements to CPS and it actually kind of worked because all those like false reports, I guess she did spank her kid one time and one of the kids called CPS on her. And so she had to go to jail. Um, And the fucked up thing about it is, is by happenstance, Jamie was being transported, you know, from, I believe like Wasco to Laredo or Laredo to Wasco or whatever, but some situation. And
1: Laredo's our, uh our county, county jail guys. Um, obviously we have a downtown jail, but we have our county jail, which is Laredo, which is, there, there are some, I guess, tough inmates, whatever the hell you want to call them. But there are some inmates that are there for higher crimes, but not many. No. Because um, like I said, it's more of a county jail in be, that's where they go before they go to prison, which is probably what's happening right here in the situation. Yeah, that, that you're talking about. So,
0: so I guess Jamie's on the bus, and she's on the bus, and he tells a girl, "You'll get the drugs if you do it now." And so Jamie has somebody on the prison bus beat up Jane, and while all of this is going on, again, it speaks to what we were talking about earlier the COs or whoever's the prison transport aren't doing anything about it and when they finally pull over to do something about it they just say hey suck it up don't let them see that you're crying and mm-hmm. i'm like damn if that ain't Kern county <laughs> yeah i don't know what is yeah yeah
1: um it's funny because you say Kern county which is which the sheriff's department is probably was who was transporting because the sheriff's department is in charge of our uh, county jail and i'm sure Donnie youngblood <laughs> which is pretty fucking was if so, yeah. was, the, uh, was the sheriff at the time too. And uh, if you guys ever listen to Matt, uh, Matt, uh, Matt, what the hell was it? Pat McAvee's show. There's one guy that caught on there and talking about COVID and this guy's all like, oh, um, Pat McAvee's like, oh, you guys don't care about COVID? You guys just have a sheriff walking in like, I run this way. That's, that's Donnie Youngblood. And he said a whole bunch of shit. He's thrown out there before is that he'd rather have people killed Mm-hmm. Then t- it's
0: cheaper to kill uh, somebody than to bring him in for justice.
1: Yeah, he, he literally said that on a live broadcast that was here in Bakersfield. So yeah. if I tell you like this city's corrupt, it's it's pretty corrupt. I'm yeah. just I'm not beating around the bush on that shit, guys. Yeah, no,
0: it's 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 the wild wild west. Yeah. And Olivia LaVoice again, I'm, we're gonna mention it a million times, and I don't apologize for it because yeah. the best podcast you can listen to. She even mentions it on episode one that it that we are tough on crime. Maybe a little bit too cruff, a little too tough on crime or whatever, right? So to go back in the time machine or whatever, apologize for that. Uh, To Quentin Tarantino, this shit again. Five days later, right? So, so Jane calls, you know, the police to let them know, like, hey, you want to investigate El Morocco Motel, right? Mm -hmm. Five days later, the cleaning man, right? It took five days for the cleaning man, which
1: is weird too, because like, okay, you didn't get nobody there at three o'clock or three minutes later
0: after you made your call okay
1: but usually like when people do things they'll go out the next morning or the next Correct. day and go check on this or whatever
0: but nobody went
1: five days later or five days later no one's there no one went to go check up on this place and maybe because like we said nobody wants to deal with crackheads tweakers whatever the whatever, nick, whatever nicknames you want to give them nobody wants to deal with that so they probably just ignored it the whole time until they got a call from the hotel or yeah. motel.
0: Yeah, the motel's manager says, my cleaning man went to room whatever, whatever. 19. And What's that? 19. There you go. <laughs> room 19 or whatever. And found the most brutal thing that he had ever seen. They described it, it was like hamburger meat. All right? Like her body was decomposing. There was maggots there was flies there was scissors protruding out of her back also it was just the, the worst again like we said it's like hostile or star or some shit like that and they come out they investigate and her body was so bad that her family couldn't have a burial like she couldn't go to the funeral home they had to immediately cremate her body
1: yeah um so they so the sister like i said even olivia lavoise talks to the sister and she ever she actually says like i asked the uh mortician, yeah, mortician. I can't think of how to say the word. She asked the mortician, like, "Well, when can when can we see the body, or how can we see it?" And he goes, "See the body, like, no, this body's so so deceased that we actually have to go cremate right away." Mm-hmm. And she just, she I mean, how she just broke down crying right then and there
0: because she was not able to see her sister one last time. And even Jamie's mom was said said that nobody should have to receive their family members body in pieces so that that tells you a little bit more about how she was left as well
1: also with 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 this uh, uh uh lady yvette pena a lot of a lot of the reports are basically the reason why he did it is because she resembled jane yeah she looked just like jane she uh had she was around the same age as jane around the same body size as jane so a lot of a lot of people in reports specify that he probably attacked this woman, Yvette Peña, because of those reasons, because of the resemblance of, of it. He does not admit to that being the reason. But let's be honest. If you had a girlfriend and you really like this girlfriend, you're going to get girls that possibly look just like her or whatever. And that that's just the reality of life. And e- every, pe- everyone has their niche, you know? Um, like, you have, we'll just throw, go to say, killer. We'll say he had nothing but blondes the way he liked, and that's what he killed uh but I don't know if that's true I don't know <laughs> I'm yeah, just, we're starting, just putting it out yeah, there as an example, an example. Yeah. or you know every killer has their own way. uh what's the you guys Ted Bundy correct he had his way of. he wanted girls this age this hair color and it was like so those are the women he attacked so Jamie Azuna attacked a woman that looked just like his wife
0: makes perfect sense. yeah and even the investigators because there was a tip that it might have been Jamie and whatnot. They bring him in. They even mention that to him, like, mm-hmm. this she looks awful lot like your wife," and she goes, "Why would I? Why would I do that to her when I could have just killed my wife if that was the reason or whatever?" She goes, "She goes, she's just using this against me because we're having problems and whatnot, right?" But um, to condense this a little bit because we're not <laughs> the podcast, uh, a man with a thousand faces. He does get arrested for this. He spends six years in jail before right. it actually goes to trial, like we mentioned earlier. Uh, the family says, you know, hey, we don't want this to drag out where we have to go to court every day and hear details about her murder, and you know, her, hear the defense attorneys, you know, tear her character down. Because when you go to the El Morocco Hotel, like you're you're suffering from some kind of drug addiction, you know, maybe prostitution, and li- again, listen to Olivia Low Voices podcast. The vet Pinion story is super sad, super heartbreaking, and whatnot, but. Um yeah, he basically just murdered an innocent woman. Yeah. Yeah, she might have been addicted to drugs yeah, or she, doing she something, might have be been on some shit yeah. But she didn't deserve that. Right. Mm-hmm. Nobody deserves that. Right. Even an animal, even that cat that he fucking tortured didn't deserve that. Right. So um fast forward again to the murder of uh Luisa Romero. Uh we mentioned, you know, all the gory details about that. Uh Olivia LaVois on her podcast was talking about how, you know, the whole c d c r right? Mm-hmm. The California Department of Corrections they were just tight lipped They didn't want to say anything about the investigation. They said they would look into foul play by um you know the the guards and whatnot if they had any information on it, but nobody was supplying that information. She does talk to, however, uh, a prisoner who was there when all of this happened, and he said that, yeah, like there there was some kind of conspiracy. To put these two together, right. that Luis Romero, he was coming from Mule Creek, because he had some kind of brush up with a prison a guard over there in Mule Creek, and in Mule Creek again, not a fucking you know walk in the park prison. That's where Suge Knight was at. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so uh, it, it's very much a hardcore place. Luis Romero, he was doing time as well for murder. Uh, But with the possibility of parole, and I think there was a strong possibility, they say, that he would have been paroled because he started to be rehabilitated, right?
1: Yeah, they they mentioned that how he used to um, lead uh, sermons in the prison where he actually was like, I guess you want to say the priest or whatever. Mm I don't know, but he wasn't touching little boys there. But, yeah, uh, he he was basically in charge of all that, uh, and he turned his life to God, which, I mean, you know, cool. A lot of people do do that when they're in prison. They think, okay, you find God and everything's going to be a lot better. Uh, And that's what he did. And like I said, he led all the sermons. He was coming up uh, to become on his probation uh, or not probation, his parole. Parole. He was trying to see if he was he was going to be released. They tra- they transport him to Corcoran prison.
0: Yeah, and not just Corcoran, but the shoe. Yes, which is like a prison within the prison. And the, what the shoe means is it's a, a security housing unit. That's what that stands for. Yeah. And it's basically you get there by doing something really awful, like with Jamie. Like I said, he was throwing cum and blood and all sorts of shit, fucking hatchets, breaking into people's cells and whatnot. He was not supposed to have a celly and whatnot because of, because of this, because he was trying to murder Yeah, because of and incidents went, he's already had. Yeah, and I guess the Reese Romero's reason for going to the shoe is, is like, I guess he had like an argument with somebody in Mule Creek. And so they were like, we're going to teach you a lesson and send you to the shoe in Corcoran, right, to basically scare the shit out of you, right? Right. And I guess they went a little bit too far because that prisoner that Olivia LaVoice was talking to said that when he was on the phone with his wife, you know, for his, you know, one minute that he can be on the phone that day or whatever, he heard some COs in the background saying, like, we got that special uh, inmate for Asuna, don't bitch up which basically uh-huh. means like, hey, don't chicken out. We're going to put them together and whatever happens, happens, right? Yep. You mentioned those gladiator fights and uh, there's documented cases of prisoners just killing each other.
1: And let's be honest, they probably placed a bet on this as well because the rumor is he was he was supposed to be put in the room because all the guards, every single guard in there mentioned how they didn't like Jaime Izuna or Jamie Izuna or whatever we're calling him today. N- none of the guards liked him, especially because... I mean, you get pissed on on you, you're going to want to fucking whip his ass. Correct. You know? Doesn't matter. You get anything thrown on you, you're going to want to whip that other person's ass. And for them being in prison, well, what else is going to happen to him? You throw another charge on him? Uh, okay, cool. I'm, He's I'm, doing uh, life. I'm already here anyways, yeah. yeah. So what, is, what does that matter? Mm-hmm. So what else can you do? Well, if you, if you could set up another inmate with him, which is what they did with Luis Romero, uh, basically for him to whip Jamie's ass. That's yeah. that's what they threw him because he was for.
0: described as really strong, and somebody said that he had about forty pounds on him and whatnot. Right. So let's say Jamie was one hundred and twenty, Luis would have been one sixty. Sixty. Let's say Jamie was one hundred and fifty, he would have been one hundred and ninety. So that I mean, yeah. that's that's I mean, that's it's a big a, yeah. big advantage right there, right? Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, yeah, and, and uh, there's just there's no way. So the, the the expect expectance of this is for him to go whoop his ass or mm-hmm. kill him or whatever. Um, the CO actually went up to the inmate that uh, Olivia was talking to, which is Jamie Ozuna's next door, uh, well, I guess you want to say neighbor, but yeah. it, it's the next door over, the room over. That That's who he talks to. And he tells him, hmm, we, we we got uh, somebody for your boy Ozuna. And mind this, when you call from prison, all the recordings are uh, recorded. recorded, no matter what. No matter what they're recorded. And the evidence that they had, they had that and... They have the wife admitting to it, saying, "Yeah, Yeah, he said that." that. He, he, you know, so you already have the the inmate saying it, which most people don't believe what inmates have to say because you know everyone says they're innocent, which realistically probably did it, but no one believes an inmate. Then you have the wife admitting to it, and then you have your recording. Oh, definitely, definitely, it's on record,
0: and it just doesn't seem right from any angle. Jamie was never supposed to have a cellmate, right? And he had one. They're supposed to do 15 to 30 minute, you know, cell checks where, you know, they say they, they have to pipe the room and whatnot, which basically they, they got to poke you to make sure you're still right. alive or didn't commit suicide like Aaron Hernandez or something like that. Right. Or doing something shady, like drawing pentagrams in blood, which Jamie would do all the time. Or just
1: looking with the flashlight and uh, seeing just a statue and then they go across Alcatraz waters. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: Shout out to this, that. <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, yeah, so obviously that didn't happen because for Jamie to do all that shit that he did that we mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, it would have taken a few hours, right? At least.
1: at least. I mean, you, you, you go you go to a surgery room or whatever, and I mean, these, these doctors have every freaking tool in the world that they want. And a team. And, and, and a team. And most surgeries you do, they're like two, three hours. You know? Correct. At least. At least. So if they had that much time, what the hell makes you think that Jaime only did it in Thirty minutes there's Correct. no
0: way that happened. or even let's make it more extreme 15 minutes yeah it's just out of the realm of possibility Plus,
1: at this time we did not mention he has a sheet over the window which is illegal for them to do which obviously they're gonna get uh, slapped on the wrist or not slapped on the wrist but they're gonna get deemed with another charge but at this point he has the window covered so nobody could look in mm-hmm. which is like i said very illegal for them to do yeah but if they if these officers were doing their checks like they say they were, they would have been able to see that. So that I mean, let's think about it. For you to put up a sheet, how long is that going to take you? At least another 30, 30 seconds to another minute. So now we're giving him twenty nine minutes to do this mm-hmm. to do this murder. And let's just say the gentleman's asleep while he while he did this. Well, if he wakes up, I'm sure he's going to be screaming. Or this guy being forty pounds bigger than him, there's going to be some tussling, and you're going to hear everything that's going on. Correct. So this, this tells you how corrupt this place really was. Yeah.
0: And I'm sure, like I said, Jordan, there will probably be a part two to this because there is a pending trial that just keeps getting delayed because, you know, the lawyers keep arguing like, hey, he is competent. No, he's not competent to stand trial. Yes, he is. You know, it just keeps going back and forth and whatnot. Right. So it just, again, it took six years for Yvette Pena's uh, case to you right. know have justice. Just imagine this happened in 2019. We're in 22, 2022 right now. Almost in twenty three. Yeah, so. almost in twenty three in a couple of months, right? So it's just imagine how long it's gonna take before like all the facts, because that's what's gonna happen here. You know, uh, Luis Romero's family—they're not gonna like just you know dismiss all this because a lot of the the gory details are already out there. Right. Hell, for us to be able to get this without a Wikipedia page, right? Like, it, yeah. So most of the gory details are out there, so they're they're going to to this. Uh, not like Yvette Pena's family were just like, hey, we don't want to relive this. This is already out there for public consumption. Right. And so we're gonna get even more details about, you know, the fallacies that happened, you know, at the prison mm-hmm. and, you know, details probably from Jamie, like what it took. Because one thing too that I keep seeing and it rubs me away, right? It, it's not a wrong way or a right way, is even like your boy Jesus, when he said like he didn't want to cover this podcast that this topic because you know he would have just whooped his ass or whatever, right? Yeah. Everybody that I know, there's another YouTube page where like this uh, former prisoner talks about Jamie Asuna. Like whenever he needs views or whatnot, talks about how he would have whooped his ass too. And right. it's just like, bro, yeah, I'm sure if this was like a Nevada State Commission fight or whatever, and there was five minutes in an octagon, right. you would have whooped his ass. I would have whooped his ass. Jesus would have whooped his ass. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if Art would have, but. Uh, <laughs> But, you know, most people probably would. Jamie's 5'6". Yeah. He's a little dude and whatnot. But Jane said that he was very conniving. Mm-hmm. He Who's to say that they didn't put them, put them together in a cell, right? This guy, he's a born-again Christian. He's trying to do the right thing. You know, Olivia right. LaVoice read some letters, uh, you know, about him getting out and whatnot, like doing the Lord's work, right? Not going to caveman coffee and enter promo code America for 50% off, but doing the actual Lord's work and whatnot, right. right? He's probably talking to Jamie about God because Jamie has all these pentagrams and Satan's on there. And Jamie's probably playing a lot. Again, he's very book smart. He knows reverse psychology and all these things. He's probably like, yeah, man, maybe we should talk, you know, you know, tomorrow morning, you know, about this and whatnot. Like, Maybe, you know, seeing if I could, you know, just, you know, just, you know, you know, playing the guy, right? Playing the role, yeah. To get him to be comfortable with him, right? And let's say Luis Romero goes to sleep and whatnot, and Jamie armed, you don't need much, right, to fucking, you know, subdue somebody. He could have got him in a rear naked choke. I mean, shit, my two-year-old can get me a rear naked choke, and it's going to be real hard to get out of it, right? right? And maybe he did that. He had a string, he had a sheet. Maybe he was subduing him for that. And maybe he was just passed out while he was doing these things. Because it, it, it does need to be said mm-hmm. that they do estimate that Luis Romero was alive for some of this torture.
1: Yeah, especially because of the amount of blood that came out. And obviously with when you're up and everything, your your blood flow is just going and going and going. And with the amount of blood, they do say he was up for everything that happened. Mm-hmm. Which is like I said, another weird conspiracy. Because if he was up while all this happened, there's more than just a razor and a toothbrush or a razor, yeah. a razor and a string or whatever. Yeah. The, the, I mean, who's to say that these these correction officers threw more weapons in there, or whatever, or hit him because that's their ass. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Maybe, 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 like I said, Jamie attacked this guy when he was asleep. Um, I don't know. I really don't know. Cause let's let's be honest. If this guy is awake. And he's uh, getting attacked. He's—you're not gonna just let some guy do it. You're gonna fight for your life. Yeah, everyone is literally. There. Yeah, everyone's gonna fight for your life. So, I—I I just I, there, there's something else. There's other things like you said. There'll probably be a part two because there's things that we don't have information on on how this went down. Yeah, and uh, we need to find out.
0: Yeah, we Olivia LaVoice sure. will be all over this shit, too, I'm pretty sure, because she still posts about this, even though she's yeah. in Seattle. She still posts about this, the Bakersfield 3. She's going to get ready to do a podcast on that. She'll probably listen to your guys' podcast yeah. you guys did on that. Uh, so she's very much invested in the, these stories like this from Bakersfield. So uh, shout out to her. I know we shouted out a million times. Hopefully a lot of that those questions do get answered, you know, mm-hmm. once this trial does get off the ground. But, I mean, yeah, I mean – it doesn't do justice to what we just said here without Googling Jamie Asuna. Like, right. he looks like the devil, right? Yeah. yeah. And,
1: and uh, we we mentioned that he had some face tattoos, and but he got all these other face tattoos, which we'll probably most likely post a picture of him on, on the YouTube. So, if you guys want to look at the YouTube, make sure you guys go follow Art and Jacob. It's YouTube <laughs> on YouTube. Um, but, uh, man, this guy looks like the Joker, which... When we talk about he looks like the Joker, we're talking about Heath Ledger's Joker, where he puts the whole scars on on his on his mouth and everything. He's mentioned why he's so serious. He actually was sending a vet penia, uh Weissel series so serious uh, and envelopes written in blood. Mm-hmm. We didn't mention as well as
0: the district attorney.
1: Yeah, and, and we didn't we didn't mention any of that. Just like but this is what he he was doing sending these letters to every well not everybody but the people he needed to there Was one time he sent a letter of a smashed mouse to to um his wife yeah it was uh the guy from the green miles mouse you know oh shit <laughs> <laughs> no but no like it, it this guy this guy was a uh, pretty pretty psycho and like i said he looked like the joker so which is weird because maybe he did want to play persona from the dark knight's He's letter joker but they got all these face tattoos which is kind of weird because then it makes you think, is that why the, maybe, maybe they found out about Jamie Zuna and that's why the Joker of, um, your guy that plays in, uh, the movie, uh, House of Gucci.
0: Oh, uh, Adam
1: Ger- Driver, Jared Ger- Little. Oh, Jared Ger- Little. Which is why maybe Jared Ger- Little got all those tattoos on his face. Oh, maybe. To maybe represent, like, him. But then you see this new Joker with, um, uh, Joaquin Phoenix. And what does his face look like? It has it has a little triangle mm-hmm. diamonds on his eyes, just like Jamie Azuna. So maybe he, maybe this guy that calls himself the Joker inspired those other two Jokers mm-hmm. for this, which is weird because like in prison, he did all these tattoos himself. Correct. Which, uh, it, it, this uh, his character is just wild to me. Blows me out. Blows me. It's like, yeah.
0: And I know I mentioned at the beginning, you know, psychologist, you know, analysis of it. Like I know we mentioned, you know, his backstory, you know, all of his childhood trauma and whatnot. He says most people that come out of that, like he said, they don't turn out to be like Jamie Asuna. Like there's, you know, a a point where personal responsibility comes into effect where, you know, you make the choice that I'm going to continue to wash and repeat or I'm gonna you know, turn my life around and be the very opposite of that, right? right? And he said, this is very prevalent in serial killers where there is that trauma, but then there's just something special there that they, not special in a good way, but special where it's just like they can't control those urges. So you have this perfect storm of childhood trauma, physical trauma, I guess there is some brain damage from when you got kicked out of the car yep. uh, that messes up your frontal cortex and whatnot. It's just this perfect storm where you get this dude that just becomes the devil, if you will, right? Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter how much you try to self therapy give yourself self-therapy, you know, reading all the psychology books. He does he is seeing psychologists in in prison, but it's just he's too far gone. And everyone just kind of agrees, like, yeah, he probably should be put to death by the state. And it's like, I'm a very liberal person. I know your buddy Jesus is a very conservative person, but I think that's one of those things we can be in the middle and think like, "Yeah, man, dog, we you, we got to get you off of this planet, yeah." Man. For because sure. I mean, if we, we can't release you, obviously, right?
1: And, and he's admitted to it. It doesn't matter. He's gonna do it again. Yeah, it doesn't not matter if he gets released. He gets another inmate. Anything happens to him, he's gonna go do it again because, like you mentioned earlier, he gets more of a thrive and more of a rush and more anticipated to do this. To actually have sex. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I'm busting nuts everywhere if I I can. You know, like. There's many socks under Jordan's bed. Exactly. There's like, there's no way, bro. But, I mean, hey, you know, he's very sadistic, very psychotic, and that's just how he thinks. And not only
0: that, though, too, and I don't mean to sound like, you know, fucking Donnie Youngblood or whatever, that, you know, what do you need to kill him or whatever, right? But I say that, too, like, almost as, like, as a mode of sympathy, right? Like, this guy is obviously suffering mentally, right? And, uh, which I'm sure they're going to test his brain afterwards. Too. Oh, yeah, definitely. And it's just like a dog that's suffering, right? Like you don't, I mean, yeah, it's it's a loved animal or whatever, right? I don't mean to compare him like a dog, like a stepdad, right. stepdad Jeff. But there has to be some kind of compassion there where it's just like, okay, this this, this thing is suffering. We need to take it out, for, you know, for its own good and whatnot, Right. And the same thing with him. Like, it's just like, well, we can't trust you out with other people. Right. And then even for yourself. Olivia LaVoice, He said, like, the last time she saw him where, you know, cameras were banned from the court and whatever, he looked even worse than what he did during the last interview that she did with him where he was a little bit more sucked up and gone. Yep uh from when you see him when he was like quote-unquote buff and like all choloed out and shit right mm-hmm. and that just goes like this guy is de- slowly deteriorating or whatever right so it's just like maybe the best thing is to take him out of his own misery right
1: yeah um i, I, I was thinking it, it, it's so weird way i wonder if him and charles manson were kind of like by each other at this time,
0: that's crazy to think because they were locked up around the yeah. same time.
1: And, and uh, may, making uh, hair hair animals together or something. Oh, I know, huh? because they both have very long hair. But uh, yeah, yeah, no, it's just weird. Um, like I said, it just makes makes you think: Was he with with, with all these other famous inmates? Was he with the big old rapist dude? Was he with the peg leg? is like, damn, like because I mean, they all, everyone feeds off of other people, and everyone always wants to one up somebody. You yeah. Know? Let's be honest. I don't know if anyone's one upping Jamie Zuna on no. this. Prison and, case. and
0: it might be something, too, where it's like you, you hear, or you watch movies or whatever. I'm not yeah. even going to say you hear. Like, movies say this, too. Like, you got to do something crazy, like yeah. killing Luis Romero, how you did, right. just so other people won't fuck with you. He's a small dude. Mm-hmm. Five, six, 120. There's Suge Knights in the same prison as right. you and shit. Like, There's you're, three Suge Yeah, there's 17,000 uh, I, mean, I, mean,
1: I mean, I mean, not, not I mean, there's uh, three Jaime Azunas inside of Suge Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: So it's just like, yeah, it, there could be something to that. It could be little man syndrome too, but I mean, the guy's just, he's just gone. Yeah, yeah. Um, like I said, I'm, I'm pretty, pretty sure they're going to
1: test his brain out. They're going to have to, you, you know? know, because people don't act, act the way he did or torture people the way he did. I mean, shit, even Hannibal Lecter didn't really torture people like that. Yeah. You know? And that's that's a movie based on just killing. Like, Yeah. And mind no you, these link. are
0: the murders that we know about, right? Yeah,
1: he, yeah and uh, that's another thing. He actually, when he's doing this interview with Olivia, he's admitted to two other murders. Uh, he brings up around the times that he did it, he brings up around the place where it happened, but he never mentions the name. He, and he says, that's all I'm going to tell you. Because why? He's going to use it as leverage so when he gets sent to San Quentin. Which... I don't know what leverage he's planning on getting out there because I mean, I've never been to prison, so I Once don't know. Once you're there, like it's like yeah, that's yeah. all she wrote. Exactly. right? Exactly. So I don't, I don't know what leverage he's trying to think about or talk about or whatever. But
0: I'm as crazy as it sounds. I'm interested, but, but I think that's the mental ploy, yeah, right? And yeah. I think. I think there is two other murders, and there's probably 20 other murders. Yeah, maybe, he's probably right? done more, yeah. He's probably done way more than that or whatever, right? But it's just it's he's feeding into that, like, I want, I want that control or whatever. Yeah. It's all about control. I want to control your interest kind of right. thing. And that's what I think that is. I, I'm going to put that out there, but I'm not going to give you all the details so it keeps you coming back for more kind of thing. So, mm-hmm. whew. Crazy yeah, topic, well,
1: huh? Which which is like we said, it's probably gonna be a part two to this because obviously this child's going through, and then maybe he's probably gonna admit to that other stuff like as soon as he gets to wherever he's going. But maybe it's very very wild. And uh, like I said, I knew I I knew we kind of had to cover this just because like, well, you guys already covered the number one biggest story and biggest one. Yeah. And covering number two is covering number two as the number two podcast and biggest one is
0: <laughs> <funny>. <laughs> <laughs> Well, with that said, like I ask Art every week, is there anything else you want to throw out there?
1: No man, um I guess you could just go ahead and follow me on uh on uh my Instagram, TikTok, whatever, uh at jordan.ogin, that's J O R D A N dot O L J N. And you can also go follow our podcast uh, that we do do. and to be honest with you, I don't know we're doing another podcast. We 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 uh we tend to take a couple weeks off, then we'll record, take a couple weeks <laughs> off, then record. So uh supposed we're just gonna record tomorrow, so we'll, we'll see what happens. But uh you can follow us at words are hard podcast. That's words letter R and then hard podcast um we're on every platform just like you because uh you helped us out do all this stuff so
0: appreciate it no problem man thank you for coming through uh filling in for the brown recluse mr Art trail sure. so uh we'll have Art back next week hear all about his lovely tales from the hawaiian islands and uh i think i think he's supposed to bring me an almond joy or some shit <laughs> so oh, they, they
1: have these chocolates out there that are really freaking good you, know, you can buy
0: those at target right yeah oh, the
1: hawaiians no but they have some other ones that are like really good um because my brother has family that live out
0: there oh really not him but his wife's okay his wife
1: has family that live out there and they'll send some chocolates out and stuff or send different stuff and they have some chocolates that are pretty fucking wild
0: so okay you're gonna have to ask her about that because everything that i found out there last time i was out there you found here was the same shit i found at target so (laughs) uh
1: yeah i'll do that but, but um I don't know what else I was say My yeah. bad. I, it, it, sli- if it went over my head. Must it's not be. Flitting yeah. must, must not have even done been an hour me. and a half. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I think
0: it plus the Patreon.
1: Oh, uh, I don't want to say. Um, there. The, so there are a lot of things that we didn't cover in this in this podcast, which like we we mentioned from the beginning, from the middle, everywhere throughout this whole episode. Go check out Olivia La Voice's uh podcast, dude, because she gets into detail with everything. And like I said, there are a lot of things we did not cover that we just skipped over because you know we're already an hour and a half in this we can give our own opinions it's like dude she she breaks it all down every episode like I said about 40-45 minutes so you guys got a lot of good material there mm-hmm. and uh yeah that's, that's really it man hopefully you guys did li- like this fucking episode because yeah. man we went pretty deep into it
0: yeah it was, a, it was a good solid episode so I thank you for that it feels good to have somebody across from me that actually did research as well yeah. so <laughs> no shade on art, but uh we'll see you next Be week. Be on buddy. the
1: lookout for JJ's podcast. No, <laughs> <laughs>
0: Jordan and Jacob do America, baby. And <laughs> the east side. Um but anyways, with that said guys if you enjoy this podcast and have anything else that you want to give us, right? We do have a lot of Bakersfield listeners as yeah. well. Uh, anything you want to – that we missed or something that Olivia missed or whatever, guys, hit us up on all the social medias, at Art and Jacob Do America. For, except for Twitter, we're at Art and Jacob Do A1. Hey, guess what, Jordan? Jordan.
1: Hey, but you know what? You admit so many times that that's not how a steak is done because you know why you don't use A one your damn self, and you know what? <laughs> you should just stop saying that because these motherfuckers have not sponsored you and you have almost three hundred episodes. So fuck you, A one,
0: <laughs> but unless unless you sponsor, <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you do sponsor, I'll, I'll I'll put that shit on everything. Like oh, you could take over right now, right? But sometimes Jordan, sometimes that's just how a steak is done, right? it, yeah, brother. Yeah, Free promotion to a one sauce guys. You're welcome. Anyways, guys hit us up on all the social medias. If you want to help support this podcast in any way whatsoever, guys, I highly recommend heading on over to the Patreon where every single week art and I put together a bonus episode for your listening pleasure. So one, one dollar a month gets you access to now 116 episodes, a catalog of 116 episodes, uh, that you are there for your consumption pleasure. Uh, this week, Jordan and I, we cover an array of topics, you know, we get into, oh God, a little bit of everything, a little bit of everything, a little (laughs) smorgasbord, we'll
1: we'll just throw it out there like that, it was like a little infusion, infusion uh, episode, it was
0: pretty good. I'm just going to call that Patreon the Golden Corral, because that's basically what it was. Uh, There won't be any roast beef for you there, but uh, there'll be a lot of other stuff there, but nine times out of ten, those Patreon episodes are better than the actual episode that you're hearing today for free. I don't know. I'm kind of feeling this episode, this week, a little bit more. But. You think
1: so, man? Because I, I thought, I thought our Patreon was pretty fucking solid. You know? Yeah. This, so, this, this, this episode's solid, but yeah, it was a great week. We we'll just put it that. Way. It's a great week. Yeah, it was a great. Just week. go listen. Just, just go donate your one dollar. I'm a Patreon, guys. So I listen to it every time. So go yeah. donate one. Go donate one dollar. What's, what's a dollar? What are you gonna do? You wipe your ass with that. Just go. Do, <laughs> just go donate it to help to help the podcast. You know, invest in better in better mics, better better studio equipment for for you guys to listen to and look at if you guys are looking at the youtube because you do need you know you need to go check out the youtube too man yeah get, support get, the youtube get, get those views up man because we need to sh- we need to keep skyrocketing up i know they're saying my podcast but i'm gonna promote it as much as i fucking can <laughs> go go do it man go uh go go spend that dollar go spend that dollar you don't need to be like a susie tariff and spend 15 or 20 to 10 you know so just just go spend that one dollar <laughs> and uh enjoy these episodes like you said 116 117 160
0: man, man. And you have to be a Patreon to get it. you get it all. You get it all, man. There you go. All the dirt or whatever. All the all the crusty sock jokes that you can handle. Exactly. Whatever, right? So going over there, uh, head on over to com. Follow all the merch links to get your hands on our merch. And that's not so much to help us financially as we probably see like 15, 25 cents for every t-shirt or sweatshirt that you buy over there. Uh, but it's more or less a way to help promote this podcast when you're out there in the world doing the Lord's work commemorating the lives of Yvette Pena and Luis Romero doing the Lord's work, right? Strap on our Jacob Do America t-shirt that helps shows people, Hey, you support the podcast as well as promote it. So other people are aware that we exist, right? Share these episodes as well. That's another great way to help support this podcast because the algorithms and shadow bannings and all the other shit that happens or whatever, right? If you like this podcast and you know, you have like-minded friends and you share that with them, that helps us grow. So Uh, Do that. Um, If you want to hear other great podcasts, guys, I highly recommend you head on over to podbelly.com, where we are official members of the Podbelly Network. Uh, So go on and see other great podcasts from Bakersfield, like the Great and Powerful self Podcast, the number one Bakersfield podcast uh, over there. So check them out, as well as Hillbilly Horror Stories and Robots Ride. But with that said, Jordan, I'm done. My fucking throat is dry as shit.
1: You're good. I know I've been drinking this water all in front of your face. Bro. Yeah, I know. My bad. Like, <laughs> Let
0: me get some of that shit right now. But um, I don't got anything else, man. You got anything else? No, nah, I'm good, man. All right. Oh, so yeah. with that said, brother, goodbye. Good night. Too sweet. <laughs> Peace.